Welcome to the Border Outdoors podcast. I'm Mac. I'm Seth. End of day one, uh, antelope here out in Wyoming. We're on our way back to camp. We just left a town filled up with some gas. We did uh, quite a bit of driving today. Yeah, 835 miles we got right now. We'll probably have about 855 by the time we get back to camp here, so... So uh, we're just going to do a quick recap on t- today. Um, Seth says I sound exhausted, which I think he's full of shit. He sounds exhausted. <laughs> you guys be the judge. Um, we saw a lot. We we saw a lot of antelope, but uh, they're all on private land. Like all of them <laughs> were on private land. So which isn't, a, I mean, that's to be expected. You get a lot of that out here. And so what happened was, uh, got out uh, to Gillette, Wyoming, fueled up, grabbed some firewood and all that stuff, uh, made the final trek to, to the area we're going to hunt, um, ran through some BLM land, found a campsite. On our way to do that, we did come across an extremely nice buck. I mean, probably one of the biggest antelope I've seen out here ever. Boone and, um, Boone and Crockett? Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I can't judge them that well. I've, I've never held a Boone and Crockett antelope, and they're kind of an odd one to judge. You know, this thing was only, what, 40 yards off the road? Yeah, it was a, he was a big boy. I mean, he was a beast, and uh, I think we got some video of him, which yep, is pretty Yep, we sweet. did on the so, camera. Yeah, so um, anyways, that, that was fun to see. He was still... He was still a mile or three-quarters of a mile from public land, basically. But um, saw him, got to our first big chunk of BLM, figured out where we wanted to set up camp with some weather forecast stuff coming in on Saturday. We, we tried to set up camp so that we were protected from a strong northwest wind, which is what we're supposed to have on Saturday, something around, what, 20 to 30-mile-an-hour winds yep. and rain. So we set up for, for that bad weather that's supposed to come in on Saturday, and— um, and then got back on the gravel roads and started driving. And I think we ended up putting in a solid four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we drove up till till dark. We're, we literally came up to our last spot of public land at the end of shooting time just to see what it looked like for tomorrow to make a plan. And um, the first three quarters of driving was through a lot of country that was much steeper and uh, hillier than, than we intend to uh, – to spend a lot of time in but we can now cross it off the map right it, it looks yeah. steep according to the the onyx and everything but we it, just kind of yeah it looked like for for reference it looked like if you're in like the badlands or like theodore roosevelt national park yeah just a lot of high hills with steep cliffs i yep. mean we saw mule deer in them yep um but it just wasn't antelope terrain a lot of the one thing that i am surprised about like the one thing that's blown my mind is all these little roads these gravel roads out here that go through the BLM and then you get to an area and it's walk-in only. And then it's miles of walk-in lands. And then yep. also like these roads, the one that we took today, it's just a one-lane road and it's steep on each side. It's almost like a half-ass switchback. Yeah, they call it a two-track road because it's literally your right set of tires and your left set of tires and you can't meet another car on it. You just hope to back up a little bit and get out of somebody's way. But, yeah, like you said, it's 
it's deep on both sides. You wouldn't want to be out there after six inches of snow going on some of these, these uh, what I don't know, mountain tops, whatever yeah, you want yeah, to call they're them. They're just yeah. I guess you could probably call them mountain tops. <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure. But, Hills. But yeah, well, you know the 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 idea to hit in some of those spots here this evening was, you know, the travel days kind of a waste today not really but we just wanted to get out there see what it looked like um there's definitely lowlands and plateaus in those areas where we're like oh maybe there's antelope out there and maybe there's not as much hunting pressure so we went and checked them out and just didn't see anything in, in the majority of those areas so we probably won't spend a lot of time there um uh we did pass a few other hunters and we did come across a, a gal who is out looking for her dog so if you see merle Poor Merle. Merle jumped out of the truck. Yep. And they they we we probably ran into her four or five times. Yeah. And we and we were driving around a lot. So yeah. Hopefully hopefully Merle it was right around kind of where our campsite is. Hopefully Merle's back at our tent eating my mountain house or something. <laughs> yep. So among antelope sightings, we will try to find Merle, the <laughs> oddball looking dog that I don't even know what kind of dog hurt. it was. I never even heard of it. It was something like a. Australian Shepherd Blue, Blue something or all, yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, we'll uh, see. so to get back on the Boone and Crockett, we talked about this on the way out. I never even heard of it. I dude, I don't know how you didn't. I've never heard dude, of Kenny the... hasn't heard of Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young. Yeah, and he's I... got an outdoor hunting podcast, <laughs> and he's a supposed bull hunter. I don't understand how he's never like. I never heard of. He's it. talked about oh, big bucks and inches, like in food plots. Like, how have you not known what Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young was? That blows my mind. I guarantee there's people listening that don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they're idiots. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's crazy to me, man. So I, basically, yeah. you just thought it was like, you know, because Boone and Crockett Club used to be just a club of, of hunters and record keeping, but it, it became a scoring record keeping, right? Yep. So you just assumed it was like, oh, the Boone and Crockett Club, like Safari Club kind of thing. I, right? I, I didn't know it was a, a type of scoring. Like for, what what is it? For Whitetails, it was... Uh, one one sixty one sixty and and up. Yep, you're in the club and it's like a nationwide thing. Yep. For uh, Pope and Young, it's one twenty five. Right. So if you shoot uh, a whitetail with a archery equipment, it's and it scores one hundred twenty six inches, you get your name and and you have it officially scored. You will be in the record books of Pope and Young. And that's only archery. Pope that's, and Young is yes. just archery. And Boone, Boone and, and Crockett. Crockett. Do you know who Daniel Boone was? No. Do you know who Davy Crockett was? I've heard of Davy yeah, Crockett. Yeah, you've heard the yeah. names probably oh, at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a, that's kind of what established all that. Anyways, so, yeah, that's the scoring system. And we saw a pronghorn today that had I honestly close. would be shocked if it didn't make the, the uh, Pope and Young score, which is, shoot, what is that again? Is that 60 inches for antelope? I can't yeah. even remember. We looked it up, but it was sixty for antelope, and I think it was uh, seventy or seventy-five for for po- for Boone and Crockett. For Boone and Crockett, yeah. right? Yeah, that sounds right. So, anyways, it was big. So hopefully, I can pull the trigger on one like that tomorrow. But the other thing is, so we started to work our way kind of from the the western edge of our our zone, northwestern at corner, and as we would head south, there's there's a river, and we can't get across that river. Um, 
It's really weird out here. You'll drive on a public gravel road. You'll go through public land, and then you'll come to a section where it's only a quarter mile between <laughs> between one public section and another public section, and it's a gravel road, but it goes across private property, and so they can close it off. They can say private property, no trespassing. So you, re, instead of us driving a quarter more, mile more on a gravel road we're already driving on, we literally have to turn around and go about 50 minutes to an hour out of our way Yo. to get to the south side of this creek and go to the additional public land. So we didn't even make it there tonight. But um, anyways, we worked our way east. Went and checked out the one spot where we had seen the large uh, antelope just to see if he had worked his way all the way over to the public land, which he hadn't. And uh, we got kind of lucky. We uh, we saw uh, game and, uh, game warden. Game warden there. Yep. And so... This is... Okay, so this is what's completely different with hunting with Seth and hunting with other people. I'm like, oh, look, there's a game warden. He's like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden he whips a Yui. He's like, well, let's go talk to him. I'm like, why? Oh, I don't know. Let's just go talk to him. Just see what he has to say. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. And then yep. we get out of the truck. He, You know, he starts walking towards us. And he's like, I got a couple questions for you. And the guy's like, what do you got? He's like, well, I'm, you know, out of state. Here's my license. I want to make sure I have everything before I pull the trigger, which is smart. The guy's like, yep, you're good. You're good. He's, we're shooting the shit for a little while. And, and uh, then Seth, this is where nice guys finish last. <laughs> so I do he, regret this. He asked. He asked the guy. He goes, "Are we in a fire ban? Because you know, I bought. We bought a bunch of firewood, and kind of nice to have a fire underneath the stars. And it, and, it's extremely dry out here. Yeah. So. And he's like, ah, I'm not sure because we're literally like right on the county border of these two different counties. So he called back to dispatch or whatever, and they're like, yeah, it's a fire ban. You can't have a campfire. So all that was at like, I don't know. Two hours ago, and he keeps saying, We should still have a fire. I know. I'm <laughs> we so still have a fire. But now, since we're driving back to camp, clouds are starting to set in, so you can't see the stars, can't have a fire. What are we doing? The trip shot. I think <laughs> we should just go home. I think we just need to go home. All the deer are on private land. Uh, the whole way I was like, Oh, yeah, uh, eating steak tonight and watching the stars and the campfire. It's going to be awesome. And I just completely. You blew it. I blew it. I, I, yeah, it just took all the wind out of my sails. <laughs> and the wind that left my sails blew in the clouds. <laughs> so it freaking sucks. But I didn't kill my Pope and y- or my Boone and Crockett antelope. Anyways, the good news is once we started mo- talking to the DNR officer, he said, yeah, I highly recommend moving east in this zone. You will see a lot more antelope. There's a lot less accessibility to the public land. It gets a little more checkered boardy in this spot, and uh, but it's what he recommended. So in the last 45 minutes of shooting time, that's what we did, and we saw a ton more oh, antelope. Yeah. It, it, it turned into much better country, which we figured it would looking at the map, but it just kind of confirmed it. So tomorrow, I think the plan is going to be to focus efforts on the eastern edge of our zone here and then work south and get to the south side of that creek we couldn't cross because of the landowners being selfish <laughs> and uh, and then see what that looks like down there. So we'll, we'll definitely have some more road road time tomorrow and um, I don't know. Maybe it'll happen right away in the morning. Maybe it won't. We'll keep trying. Yeah, we'll keep trying. Otherwise, we got camp set up. 
Got a little fine-tuning to do with the cots. I got a couple of ribeye steaks here we're going to grill up tonight. Mm-hmm. We got a lantern we'll fire, so we'll have light. Um, uh, we got a hot spot, so we'll try to get this thing edited and uploaded. And by we, I mean Kenny. So um, cook up some steaks. We might even have a uh, – the Brotherhood gave Kenny. What oh, they yeah. Give you, Kenny? They, uh, when they came over for that last podcast, they brought me a little gift for the podcast room, and they got me some uh, – of this Wyoming whiskey from the show Longmire. Because uh, at our wedding, we had Rainier Beer. If anyone's ever seen the show Longmire on Netflix, it's a great show. If you haven't, watch it. It's takes it's supposed to take place right in the area where, we, where we're hunting. So I decided I'm going to bring that whiskey out here. So we're going to open up that bottle of whiskey. We're not going to get crazy. Just a couple... No. Little sippers, a little sit and reminisce, you know, uh, have fun, eat dinner, and then probably be in bed by, I don't know, probably 9 o'clock, nah, 9.30, 10 o'clock more like. Yeah, we'll be in bed f- guaranteed by 10 because we got to get up, what, probably about 4 o'clock? Yep. We, we intend to get up, make a legit breakfast, camp breakfast, and get on the road and try to get to some of these eastern uh, – areas by first light we got, we got to beat some other hunters out here yep. to these spots and try to make something happen so so yeah first lights uh, uh we can shoot at 643 or seth can shoot at 643 so we'll be out looking on hopefully we can get get a little more action and a little less driving maybe we'll get a couple stocks and even if they yes. don't work out just to experience let's find out what we need to do it's supposed to be a nice day tomorrow, high of, what is it, 50, 60, 65? Yep. 65 with 10 mile an hour wind. It should be just should be perfect. perfect day. The good news is today's four hours was definitely not a waste. No. We, we eliminated, I mean, 25% yep. of the land that we just don't need to spend time driving through again. I'd rather make additional trips or try completely new zones at this point. Well, we pretty much scouted for mule deer next year. Yeah. A really good mule deer. We saw a lot. Of, uh, Seth a, almost needed a new pickup. Uh, yeah, a couple <laughs> times. So that's the other good thing. You know, turning around and talking to the game board, you know, I didn't drop my mule deer take. I thought I misunderstood the draw odds and all that stuff, but I just flat out was unlucky. He said they did give away 2,500. They did have 2,500 general purpose, and so he kind of explained it to me. To me. So it was just good to go over that with the game warden. Um so I wasn't I wasn't as far off with what I thought my odds were. I just was that unlucky. So <laughs> um, it hopefully, is what it is. hopefully so, your luck changes now. Yeah, I mean you did get the antelope tag, so I got I the mean, antelope tag. Obviously, we're, we're seeing antelope. Yep. I did say on the way out here. You know what? Antici- I want anticipation to be high going to bed tonight, and then I want to have it happen right away tomorrow morning. And it's it's always more fun when you have a little bit of a grind first, mm-hmm. right? So. It, it kind of felt like a grind tonight, maybe just because of the long day of driving. But with 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 the, uh, I don't know, we probably saw at least three or three or four other camps, and then we saw four at least five or six other hunter trucks. And they're all in that same zone that we're eliminating, so that yes. we sh- there should be a that should help. We're also going closer to to Gillette, so who knows what guys are out there? Yep, staying in a motel, so yep, we'll, we'll beat them out and. And hopefully we find Merle. Yeah, we'll find Merle. We'll find Merle. We'll find find Merle. Merle. Um, Other than that, I don't know. Any other updates before steak time? No, it's beautiful out here. If anyone's never been out here, it's absolutely gorgeous country. Sunset was 
even though we're looking out in the field and through the sagebrush and it was still just gorgeous oh, over here. Oh, I, I think in our first update, we made a bet. First one to spot an antelope. Oh, yeah. The other guy had to wash the windshield, and Mac found the first freaking antelope. Not even that far after we made that bet. No, it wasn't. It was, it was still 20 miles from Gillette. Uh, wait. No. no we were in there. South it, Dakota Yeah, still. we were still in South Dakota. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It was way earlier than I was expecting, and he sees three or four of them sitting out there, so... Looks like I'm washing my own windshield. So they pretty much just they can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, that's all I got. Yeah. What do you got, man? I don't know. I don't I don't really have much more. I'm just excited for tomorrow. I'm ready to get a full day in. Yep. So good night's sleep in the tent. Full day in tomorrow. And uh keep checking in with us. Hopefully we uh got some success coming our way. So well, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Border Outdoors podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Links are provided at borderoutdoors.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Tell your friends, and we'll see you at the border.